Oh, beautiful for spacious skies, for Framber Valdez games. I'm a man of my word. Let's step into the on-deck circle. You're listening to the DFS On Deck podcast, brought to you by LineStar app, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and KC Bubba. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to on deck right here on the line star app it is me it is casey bubba and it is you and we're talking all things mlb dfs breaking it down for you courtesy of the line star app so go get that line star app and upgrade to the premium product and you can start winning some cash along with us and bubba as i said in the opening i'm a man of my word we talked yesterday i said hey i sang this little song if framber valdez wins again and that's a good outing i will open the show and there were people on twitter uh, at least one that I saw that was anxiously awaiting. So I hope I made you happy. I hope I made you proud. I am a man of my word. I say what I do. I do what I say. And uh, and Framber Valdez continues to be pretty darn good. Yeah, pretty, 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 pretty good. And you made pretty good. You made me happy and proud. So that was well done. Good stuff there. Framber is just amazing. Just keep playing the Valdez. I can't wait to see where he goes in fantasy drafts next year. That's going to be very exciting. Yeah, I mean. I can't wait to see where that whole team goes next year because True. talk about all over the board. I think Springer is going to jump ship there. Um, you know, I think with the Astros, obviously no Verlander next year. So Correa, uh, you know, I gave Correa one more year and I know it's only 60 games, but you know what? Maybe we just got to call good. it what it is. Yeah. Maybe just got to call it what it is and just, you know, finally give into it. But uh, you know, it's the Astros are definitely a weird situation. McCullers has an ERA that, I don't understand. How can you be so dominant at home? And it's one thing to have like, oh, he's a two ERA and a four ERA on the road, Mm -hmm. two at home. It's another thing to be like two and 15 on the road. Like that (laughs) makes no sense to me. Like what's going on there? What's going on? Does he need to sleep in his own bed? If so, bring his bed with him. Whatever. I mean, you got a lot of money. The Astros, come on, let's go Astros. Figure it out. I don't. That's a team that definitely next year I think is going to have a new look. And I'll tell you what, if they can't get Alvarez on the field, the future is not looking good for them. Nope. It's what happens when these guys get all young and they trade some pieces away. And when eventually that that well dries up, things get dark for quite some time. And the and the well of the draft picks is going to dry up too because they lost yep. uh, their first and second for the next two years, right? This was the first year and the next year again. So it's not good. Not good. Yep. So bang, like, two bang, days they went away. away. He's starting to break down a little bit. It's not good. Mm-hmm. It's not good. So nope. what is good is we've got a lot of games to get to today. So it's like 14 games. The slate's a little wacky. Bubba will give you the the, the the skinny on that, whatever that means. I don't know what the hell that means, the skinny. <laughs> I appreciate the skinny and my name in the same sentence. Don't uh, yeah, yeah, it's you're, you're, <laughs> you're fluffy. That's what you want. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm very well fed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you know what? Good for you. Good for you. Because, you know what? These people who don't eat, I don't trust them. I don't. I don't trust people who don't eat. It's like, what? Go on, have a cookie. No, no, I can't. It's too big. No, shut up. Have a cookie. We're all yes. gonna die someday. Eat the cookie. It's fine. Because well, if you don't have a cookie, then I eat your cookie, and then we have and a problem. Right. Right and right then now. I'm gonna die sooner. And then yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> take one for the team. Eat the cookie. Yes. But anyway, let's fly around. Yesterday, we had the Nationals five-one over the Phillies. Aaron Nola lost to Austin Voth. So, uh, which is funny. You know, it's funny. I was looking at this game yesterday, right before I went on air, and there was a part of me. I just happened to be on um, 
on FanDuel, you know, looking at lines for football, but the baseball popped up first. And I went, oh, wow, that's a really good number here for the Nationals. And I'm like, it's baseball. Anything can happen. I throw 10 bucks on this. Next thing you know, it's like 50, you know. Mm -hmm. And then sure enough, it happened. I was like kicking myself out. I was like, God oh, damn it. Why didn't I do that? But anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm sure if I bet on it, it would have gone south. Uh, Brandon Workman got another loss in the second game of this one. Uh, Nationals 8-7. So, again, the Phillies bullpen continues to disappoint. Uh, Phillies are out of it now, right? Because they lost both games in this doubleheader. I believe that sinks them, if memory serves. It either sinks them or they basically need every possible thing to go their way. Right. They One need the, the paper, scissors, yeah. tournament, uh, and all the other mm -hmm. things to happen and stuff like that. The tiebreakers. Uh, the Ramirez uh, and the Indians clinched the payoff spot. I mean, again, Jose Ramirez has just been on fire. You got to be rostering this guy when he's on. Uh, Yankees scored 12 runs in Buffalo, but the Jays scored one. That's because Garrett Cole was on the mound. Uh, you also had, uh, let's see, Antone, our boy, Teje Antone, a loss to uh, the Brewers. So the Reds finally took a loss after a couple uh, – it seems like a couple of weeks of them just like running up against things. Uh, Stallings hit a home run in the ninth that lifted the Pirates over the Cubs. The Braves 11-1 over the Phillies. Ozuna and the Braves uh, beat Miami and clinched their third straight National League East title. Congratulations, Atlanta Braves. Alonzo puts the Mets, uh, puts uh, puts the Rays clinch party on hold, at least for now. And the Mets over the Rays, 5-2. Seth Lugo got a W. Bubba was talking about him yesterday. Getting stretched out, being a good oppo play. Boom. There it was. Bubba, well done. Take the victory lap. Thank you. Yeah, thank you two. very much. Take two for that. Extra <laughs> uh, okay, we you know what's really upsetting is the Orioles, though. I mean, three runs against yes. Nick Pavetta, striking out eight. I mean, what is happening here? So the good, the bad. This was the bad. We had a lot of good last night. Framber was good. Lugo was good. We'll get to a couple of things that were good. But, you know, we keep it real here on the show. We're the kings of keeping it real. Orioles disappointed. And the Red Sox, mm -hmm. look at that. Can, can the Red Sox get Nick Pavetta right? Oh, that would be something. Wouldn't it? We get one more Nick Pavetta start this week, so we'll find out this weekend. But that would be so 2020 if Nick Pavetta finishes the year on a two-star week, dominating, getting everybody's hopes up again. And if you listen closely, you can hear everyone in fantasy baseball with those last two starts of Nick Pavetta starting to make him a mm -hmm. sleeper in 2021 again. Oh, look, yep. he's getting right. Everything's getting right. Look at Nick Pavetta. <laughs> uh, Rodgers and the Twins, 5-4 yeah. over the Tigers. You also had the Cardinals blank the Royals. Singer got a loss in this one. Also, another crushing one, too. Secondary arms were tough. If we didn't have Lugo, yep. it was bad. But the good news is, Framber was good again. Uh, eight strikeouts for him. I mean, the, the dude has just been raking. Uh, it's just, he's been awesome. I mean, he's been just terrific. That's not like one bad start. I mean, the guy's been on. He, he had a good start in Colorado this year. I mean, the guy's just been really good. It's time to give Framber some love. 4-2 uh, uh, Angels over the Padres. You also had the uh, Dodgers and Dustin May uh, get a W here over the A's. Frankie Montas continues to disappoint us. His ERA is now over six, Bubba. Oh, God, terrible. Yep. And we also had the Giants 5-2 over the Rockies. Uh, Alex Dickerson, a pinch hit uh, home run there, which helped uh, probably nobody because nobody put him yeah. in the lineup. <laughs> uh, so way to go, Alex. Way to go. Way to help nobody. So uh, that was yesterday. Today's a new day. Yes, it is. So, Bubba, how do the slates stack up today on FanDuel and DK? Well, DK, because, you know, they like to change things up every day, and we begged them to do this all season, so why not today? We have a 14-game slate starting at 6.05 Eastern. They're including the, the six Eastern games. Amazing. Oh, my God. But usually, wow. Usually, but usually FanDuel always does, and they don't today. They have an early slate for the six, for the six games that start at 6.05 Eastern. Then they have a main slate for the other eight games starting at 7.05 Eastern. So, yes, and it, it's okay if you just yeah. went cross-eyed listening to that because <laughs> – 
because I did. <laughs> yeah. So they have a six-game slate that starts an hour before their eight-game main slate, where DraftKings has all 14 together starting at 6 Eastern. So, all right. So, you look, go. you have to keep that in mind. So whatever site you're planning on playing in, just keep this in mind. So we'll roll through this game by game here. We'll try to be, you know, lightning fast as we always are, target the things we like, avoid the things we don't. And do our best here to, you know, kind of let, let you guys decide how you want to play it, how you want to approach it. And maybe when we're all done, we'll have some more thoughts and feelings about that. So, uh, Bubba, you want to start off with the four o'clock here on FanDuel? Is that kind of the best place for us to start the earliest? Um, the that's, earliest? A stand- that's a standalone. That's a standalone. Game, so I start at the 605. All right. So let's start at the 605. All right. So 605. Here we go. Zach Eflin, Eric Feedy in this one. Uh, whether or not the Phillies uh, show up here in this one, I don't know, because I think it's a little disheartening uh, moment there for them. Uh, Juan Soto leads the league in everything. He is 4.5K. He's always a good investment. I don't care. Uh, just always, no matter what. Uh, on the DK side of things, he's 5.8. Super expensive. But you know what? If I'm going to pay up for somebody on FanDuel, I'm willing to pay up for Soto because the guy's just so damn good. Uh, good opportunity there against Eflin, too. He's at home uh, in Washington's ballpark. Um, anything you want to point out from this game, Bubba? I love the Soto call, but there's good value here on both sides. McCutcheon's affordable at 35 on DK, 31 on Fandle. Love Alec Baum, 3K on DK, 29 on Fandle, hitting the middle of that order. And then you have some like GPP one-offs with Bruce's and Thames and those. But Alec Baum's a big play. Love Soto. That's where I'm really focused at on this game. Lucas Giolito at 6'10 is going to go against Shane Bieber. He is 10.2 on DK. Giolito is 9.5 over on FanDuel. Bieber is 11.7. Giolito is 9.3. So, I mean, look, it's it's very difficult not to, you know, just go with Shane Bieber in cash because he's been good against everybody. But if you want to here at the end of the year, take a shot. This is one of the few times and probably the only time all year where I'm going to say this when Shane Bieber is on the mound. You have an opportunity with a pitcher who can match him for a day and Gilito mm-hmm. and an offense that can actually grind out a couple runs here potentially on just one or two mistakes by Bieber. I'm not saying go crazy on this, but I'm saying if you're looking for contrarian play, it's the White Sox and Gilito today. You could take a shot on it, be different. You're saving a lot, especially on FanDuel to do it. It's a really good FanDuel play because if Bieber is just mediocre or gets a no decision or something like that and Gilito gets the win, it could be a huge separator because we all know it's going to be one of those days where Bieber is going to be highly owned. And you know what? He deserves to be. He's been great. I'm not saying don't have Bieber in cash. I'm saying you should, but I'm saying is this is a responsible oppo play and we're not the craziest. Oh my God, let's just beat ownership percentages. That's never been the show. It's never going to be the show, but I'm going to make a case for it today, Bubba. No, I'm hundred percent on board with you. I think G is a phenomenal pivot in this matchup. Both teams have a lot of swing and misses in their lineup. Uh, the, the Indians just clinched a playoff spot. So who knows who even plays today that could change things also. So um, I think it's a good pivot. Uh, Bieber's still a great play. Like you said, no taking away from that. But it's also one of those games, the win equity is very small on both sides. It should be a tight game. Quality starts on FanDuel is huge. You could, you could play the Gilito angle. You can play the Bieber angle. I'm going to probably use another guy a few games from now. But I agree with everything you had to say. All right. Texas Rangers take on the Arizona Diamondbacks in Arizona. Alex Young on the mound with Wes Benjamin for the Texas Rangers. I'm pretty sure Wes Benjamin was a character from, I don't know, Saved by the Bell or something with that name. I mean, these guys, I don't know where they're finding these dudes. Uh, again, I, same thing I said yesterday about that game. I, I The same contest, same two teams. I can't – I have nothing. I've got nothing here. I'd love to say Cattell Marte on, at 2.9 on DK is worth a flyer. Yep. Outside of that, I can't do it. I just can't. There's just – I there's nothing that I can get excited about here. Yep, Marte is a phenomenal value on DraftKings, very affordable on FanDuel as well. And then Christian Walker is 32 on 
33 on DK, 3K on Fandle, another value I wouldn't mind. But as a whole, I'm with you. It's a, it's a very tough matchup of just inept offenses. You know, it's funny. If you listen to this show, you can very easily just get like a pen and paper and just write down like, you know, Marte, 2-9 Fandle. And then just like go start making your lineups and plug in a couple of these things. It really is mm-hmm. easy. Like, you know yep. what? With making it so easy, you should go out there and give us a five-star review. Right now, before the show's over, we're trying to get all the five-star reviews we can. So we come back next year to 2021. We have all these five-star reviews. We're ready to rock and roll. So go out there. Give us the five-star review wherever you listen to the podcast. It doesn't matter what platform it is. We'll take whatever we can get because we're easy. We've already we've already made that pretty clear. Uh, Robbie Ray <laughs> is on the mound against Masahiro Tanaka. Uh, Talk Yankees about gonna... easy. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of easy. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, all we're on DK. Uh, not too many uh, not too many discounts here, especially on the Yankee side, that's for sure. But that doesn't make it wrong. Certainly with some of the bats like Stanton at 4-7. I can't do Judge at 5-7. I just can't. If I'm going to go to the fives, I'm going to go for Luke Voigt because he's been so good. Um, Glaber Torres is 4-8. Aaron Hicks is 3-8. I can't believe Rochelle is 5-1, especially hitting at the bottom of the order. That makes no sense to me whatsoever. I think that's a terrible play. Of course, I say that and he'll hit two home runs. Uh, <laughs> but on the FanDuel side of things, same deal. Everybody's basically, if you want the first four guys in the Yankee lineup, you're paying 4K. If you want the bottom guys from five from Torres on, you're paying 3K for them basically. So I'd rather go with the second part of this lineup against Robbie Ray, save a little money. Doesn't mean they're not going to score a ton of runs and all get some points. Yeah, the switch hitting Aaron Hicks is about the best value you're going to get. Hit in the middle of that order, 38 on uh, DK at uh, 3K on FanDuel. Other than that, yeah, it's uh, 31 on FanDuel. So, yeah, it's it's, uh, pretty tough to get the Yankees in, but you can make it work if you want to take a punt pitcher. Phenomenal matchup in Buffalo versus Robbie Ray. Yeah, and on the other side of this one, Bo Bichette on FanDuel is just 3.6. That's actually reasonable Mm -hmm. uh, for the kind of talent he brings to this one. And Tanaka certainly is capable of giving up a home run ball every now and again. Uh, But, yeah, I'm not not going crazy here with the Blue Jays yet. But, look, uh, this is another one where if you want to get involved in it and the Blue Jays side there, there's nothing wrong with it because Tanaka can be inconsistent. Uh, At 8.7, is Tanaka in play for you on FanDuel at 7.6 on DK as a secondary arm, or are you too afraid of the ballpark factor? The ballpark factor is tricky, but Tanaka has pitched better of late. We've seen this in the past. The, as the season gets winding down towards the playoffs, he pitches much, much better. In a tournament, in a multi-entry, he's in play. Otherwise, I'm going to pass tonight. All right, Trevor Bowers at 11.4. You can make a case for him over Bieber tonight, too, mm-hmm. just win the matchup against the Brewers. Brewers do have a lot of swing and miss in this lineup, that's for sure, especially when you got guys like Vogel back in the lineup. Uh, you know, Jed Jerko strikes out a fair amount. So looking at this, Suarez on FanDuel at 3.3 is a good value. Mustak is a 2.7. Just yes. Just all the yes for Mustak. That's crazy pricing for him. 3.3 for Castellanos. Winker is a 2.8. There is a ton of value for the Reds tonight uh, in that lineup there against um, uh, against Adrian Hauser. Hauser's not a bad pitcher, but 7.5 for Hauser on DK over on FanDuel. He's just 5.6, which is crazy, but it's just because Bauer's been so good. I think that's where you see in that number. And Bowers 9.8 over on DK. So, again, he's cheaper on DK than uh, even Shane Bieber by about 400 bucks. Yeah, I like Bauer quite a bit tonight. The the Brewers striking out almost 28% of the time versus righty. So, I can get behind Bauer. You know he's going to go six or seven if it's not like a blow-up for some reason. If he blows up, it doesn't matter anyways. So, I think he's going to put the innings in. He's going to get the strikeouts. I like him a lot tonight. I like the savings off of Bieber because the win equity is much higher in this matchup for Bauer as well. And then you hit it. Uh, Moustakas at 27 is criminal on FanDuel. I thought 47 was still reasonable on DraftKings the way he's hitting the ball. 
27 is crazy. You can match him up with Winker. Heck, even Votto's 3K and, and Suarez 33. So you can have a lot of love in this Cincinnati lineup on FanDuel that if you do want to pay up for pitching, some serious value here. I mean, Suarez, Mustakas, Winker is probably that yes. best stack of the night. I mean, it's just it's such a good value there. It's just impossible to avoid. Uh, Zach Greinke, I am going to avoid at 9.4. Again, why wouldn't for 400 bucks more when, when I get involved with Trevor Bauer uh, over on FanDuel? Uh, his price is uh, 9.5. So yet again, it's like, okay, it's it's a different way of going with the Giolito. If you want to say take a shot with Giolito in one in the in the GPP and then you take a shot with Granke in the other, just play it slightly safer. It's a good matchup against Seattle. Again, we're still in the 640 games. Unbelievable. This is a busy yep. slate. But um Look, against Marjavikas, uh, Bregman always a good value on FanDuel at 3.5. Guriel, another righty in this lineup, 2.7. You could definitely go that route. Uh, Springer, 3.8. You have to you know, pay up for it, but still, it's reasonable considering the upside. Anything else to add to this one? The only thing I'll add is Brantley and, and Tucker are still both affordable on both sides. Tucker had a big game last night. Marjavikas has reverse splits where lefties are hitting them much better than righties right now, so don't sleep on them tonight. Yeah, that means yeah, Brantley at 3K is highly in play. Yeah. Um, yep. Kyle Hendricks stuck it to us last time he was on the road against the Pirates. We said, Oh, it's on the road, but it's the Pirates, and we passed, and he stuck it to us. Are we gonna double dip here? He is 10.k. Oh, 10.6, 10.k, 10.6k over on FanDuel, but on DraftKings, he's 8.3. I think as a secondary harm on DK, I would take the shot. FanDuel, not so much, but DK, I think definitely. 100%. I, I he's had back to back good road starts, has had four straight starts on DK of almost 23 or more points. I think he's, the price point on FanDuel is crazy, but on DraftKings, great SP2. You can match him up with Bauer or another guy coming up in a later game and, and do some serious damage in cash. And he's even got some GPP viability against the Pirates offense. That's just really, really bad. Now, again, so it's it's funny because now we're transitioning into the 7 o'clock games. That's the first of the 7 o'clock. So if you have abandoned things in the 6 o'clock hour on FanDuel, because we were just talking about that, right? So you got to get into that early 6 p.m. slate, and then there's the 7 and on, right? That's what you said they opened the show? Yep, yep. All right. So now this is where uh, basically in your mind, so you can make a little line in on your paper or a line in your brain, okay, and transition over because that is the first of the 7.05 games. Now we're into 7.10 with Sixto Sanchez. He is just 7-7 seven, seven on DK. I don't know why. He's taking on Max Free, the Braves. That's fine. Max Free is 9K. The Braves just clinched a spot. Everyone's going to get a rest tonight. I am not going near this lineup. I think it's a great chance here for Sixto Sanchez to pick up a W. Uh, he is 8.8 over on FanDuel. Love this. Can't get enough of it. Want to do it. Uh, Max Fried, very good. But once again, why is anybody getting pushed out there in this game? Max Fried will throw five innings and they're going to pull him because there's no reason to at this point. Why, why would you push anything in Atlanta? Yeah, I, I can't play Fried. They, they babied him as last start out, first start off the IL. They're going to do it again tonight. Sixto's very, very much in play. Watch the lineup because they should rest some guys if for some reason they don't because the seeding is the only thing I can think of with this new format, but they should rest guys for sure. And if they do, Sixto's in a prime spot and a great price point tonight. Sixto is a great name. I wonder what yeah. his brother Sevento thinks about it. His younger brother. <laughs> or Forto. 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 <laughs> Five-to, he's just boring. He's just normal. Yeah. He's like so a, six, six though has to be like the sixth kid, right? Like we just have I, he has to be. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where you get the name Sixto. <laughs> I've never heard that name before. It's awesome. I love it. I want seven toe, eight toe, nine toe, yeah. ten. <laughs> That's great. Uh, great. Tyler Glass now is at 10.3 against Michael Walker at 7-3 over on FanDuel on DK. You got 9.3 for Glass now, but when you have six though, I mean, I don't know. I'd rather have six though than Glass now. Yeah, you don't need to. Glass now's got extreme strikeout upside, but doesn't go more than 
five, maybe six innings because of his wildness and ineffectiveness. So he's a GPP only on DraftKings on Fandle. You just don't use him at 10-3. Um, Fade in the Mets lineup, though, regardless against Glassnail. Uh, you know, a Rosarena at 2.9, hitting in the three spot potentially. That's a guy to look at on Fandle. Um, going through on DK, he's just 3.6. Anything else here to add from the Rays lineup? Uh, Nate Lowe still 2.9 on Fandle. And the guy that's 3,800 on Fandle, or DraftKings 26 on Fandle, Joey Wendell's been hitting about fifth in that lineup, getting on base, stealing bags. Very good cash game play. All right, another made-up name here, Dean Kremer for the uh, for the Orioles against Nady of all. Sounds like he's from Animal House. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Man, Dean Kremer came down hard on us again, man. Yeah, his ERA must be 0.0. Oh, my God, dude. Uh, bummer, man. So, Dean Kremer clearly going to drop the hammer on the Boston Red Sox. <laughs> Oh, so look, last night the Red Sox bats were good. Let's let's roll with them a little bit. Uh, on DK, you get some value here. Michael Chavis at 3-2, Bobby Dahlbeck at 3-6. Definitely some guys there you can get in on board with. The big buys are uh, big prices, 5-4 for Devers, 5-2 for Bogarts, 4-1 for J.D. Martinez in a, in a lost season. Uh, over on the FanDuel side in terms of pricing for those guys, uh, yet again, some value there at the bottom. Bobby Dahlbeck, 3 Michael Chavis, 2.7. Uh, I think you can look at that. And look, if you, you want to take a shot on J.D. Martinez at 3.3, there's worse shots to take. I mean, it's just it's just it's a weird, weird season for that guy. Yeah, very, very weird. I think Verdugo's a great option leading off to 29 on Fandle, 30 on, on Fandle, DK. yeah, especially. Yeah, yeah. I, will, I, will say, uh, I will say Dean Kramer has been great in his first three starts, but really, really well. Has not given up a home run yet. One run in each start. So on DK, I could see him as an SP2 and a GPP if you need to. I prefer to go Hendricks and above like we talked about, or even Sixto. But Kramer's there at 67 if you need him. And the Orioles, it's just it's, there's always so much value there. It's hard to stay away. I get it. They've been bad. But like Mountcastle's affordable. DJ Stewart stays cheap. Alston Hayes is back at the top of the order. There's value there. But, man, they really let us down last night. They did. All right, Casey Mize. 6.2 over on FanDuel. Kenta Maeda is at 10K. It's a very good matchup for Maeda. He yes. is 9.2. Look, this is a safe one in terms of, look, if you don't have Bieber, if you're not playing the main thing here and you're fading away from Bieber, if you want like a safe cash game pitcher, because Granky, all those guys are in the 6 o'clock hour, you know, even Trevor Bauer. So now we're getting into the the other spot here. But I, I don't know. I mean, Kenta Maeda also doesn't have the strikeout upside. I, I feel like the win equity for Sixto is pretty good tonight. I really do. I mean, here, here's what you do. Take a look at what the lineup is that Atlanta's trotting out there tonight. Because my mm-hmm. my instincts tell me Freeman gets a night off. This guy gets a night off. It's going to be a lot of secondary guys. And if so, that's going to be an easy matchup there for him. Uh, but if it's not, and they're just going balls to the wall and playing everybody, and if you want to pivot a little bit to Kenta Maeda, I'm okay with that. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I love Kenta tonight. I agree with what you said. If the lineup's bad for Atlanta, especially on FanDuel, go 6-0 and get that upside and get the bats. But Kenta at 10K is still a great price on FanDuel. Phenomenal at 92 on DK. Detroit strikes out over 28% versus righties. I think Maeda's a phenomenal cash game play on both sides. Like if you want to go 6 though, maybe in GPPs, Maeda in cash, I'm all about that. And on DraftKings, we have the long slate. I've been, I want a combination of Bauer, Maeda, and Hendricks. Two of those three in your cash lineups. Uh, I, I think if you can do Maeda and Bauer, you have a floor of like 65 DK points, which is crazy to start out with. Yeah, that's a good point, man. That's a really good point. You also got some value there on DK with Byron Bucks and a 3-8 at the top of this order. Yep. So keep an eye on that one as well. Let's move on here to the Cardinals. Carlos Martinez at 7-8 against Danny Duffy. Um, it's, you know, it's always tough. The, you know, this, this matchup is always a tough one for me. 
Um, I can't get into Carlos Martinez tonight. Well, I don't the other pitching on the board. Uh, but in terms of offense here, there, there are pieces that are appealing. I understand it's the daily Alberto Mondesi is cheap, and he still is 2.9 for him. My goodness. So I just, I don't know. Solaire's 2.9 also. You could keep taking shots with these guys. Franco's 2.9. There's lineup builders here for Casey. I think that's that's the big, that's the big you know, kind of red flag up there for me. Paul DeYoung is also three, under 3K to him and Edmund at the top of the order at 2.9. But in terms of expected run total, you know, compared to some other games, it's not as high as, let's say, the Yankees and Buffalo. But again, if you're only playing in the seven o'clock hour, it's less of an issue. I think it's more of a it's more of a FanDuel seven o'clock only slate kind of target for me. Yeah, 100 percent. Like on FanDuel, Montessi, you almost just have to play him at that price point. He's like the Cattell Marte of their late slate. You just play him at twenty nine hundred bucks. But um, overall, just two offenses that are very inconsistent. Lineup builders is a good term there. You can pick and choose if you want. I'm not going all in unless you're multi-entering. All right. Now, this one's a tough one. This one screams four outcomes to me, so I want no part of it. Sean Manaya against Julio Urias. Manaya is 4.6. Urias is oh, – excuse me. Manaya is 7.6. Urias is 7.8. Uh, over on DK, 8K for Urias, 7.9 for Manaya. So, basically, they're telling you they're pretty much – they have no idea either. That's why there's no – value on either side they're just saying here's this too flip a coin and pick a side i don't feel comfortable doing that Manaya's had some better starts yuris has had some good and bad both these guys are capable of both that scares the hell out of me and it scares the hell out of me from the offensive standpoint too yeah the only two guys i really want to get a piece of because i don't want to go all in either aj pollock's 46 on dk he's 32 on fandle but the guy i want the most of 46 on dk 28 on fandle is really cheap is chris taylor who's hitting everybody right now so if you just want a couple one-offs, I go Chris Taylor by himself. I'm not stacking this game, though, just like you were talking about. All right, and last but not least, Ryan Castellani of the Colorado Rockies taking on the Giants. Who's pitching for the Giants today? Because I don't know if we have a name Logan yet. Webb. Logan oh, Webb. it's Logan, our good friend Logan Webb. Oh, how mm-hmm. nice. Uh, Darren Ruff is still cheap, 2.4 over on FanDuel for him. On DraftKings, he's 2.8. You've also got, uh, let's see, uh, Brandon Belt at 3.7 here. If Dickerson gets back in the lineup, too, keep an eye on that. But he's 4.3 over on DK. On FanDuel, he's just 2.8. If he's hitting leadoff or Solano, whoever that is, just keep an eye on that because that's got some value in it, too. But same old story. You know, the later games you get. It's funny. I feel like the Giants have become this year's version of the A's last year where there's a lot of value late. They seem to put up runs. Don't overthink it, and you just kind of roll with it. They don't have the same kind of home run upside that guys like Chapman and Olsen had last year or Simeon, but at the same time, San Fran's been pretty good, so I can't uh, can't say anything negative there. What about on the Rocky side? Anything there for you that you want to take some shots on? Not really. The very inconsistent lineups. You know, Arenado's out. I'll probably stay away from there. And then on Giants, I just want Belton Dickerson. I want those two for sure tonight at their, at their price points. All right. It's that time again, boys and girls. It's time to call our shot. Bubba and I are each going to pick a guy to go yard, and you can get involved as well. Go over to LineStar app, follow us on Twitter, and uh, you can win some free swag. That's right. And LineStar MLB as well while you're at it. Retweet this segment. Give us a like. Give us a follow. And uh, maybe we'll give you some free stuff. So, Bubba, who's your pick to click tonight? Who's leaving the yard? Mike Moustakis going deep for the Reds tonight off Adrian Hauser. Nice. That was mine too. So I will, I will give you a second one. So whenever two of us like somebody, that's a big one to look at right there. I'm going to go with uh, my board, Georgie Springer at the top of the Astros lineup. Let's get a bomb from George Springer tonight. How about that? Let's, let's get the, uh, the equity up there, Georgie, before you hit the free agent market. You only got a couple days left. Let's finish strong, buddy. So go over there, follow us over at LineStar app on Twitter and get involved in the contest right now. And also go out there 
and subscribe to the pre-snap right here on the Line Star app as well. Anywhere you get your podcast, they get the pre-snap. Uh, Bogman and I just dropped the uh, week two review slash hot take week three show yesterday. So you can go check that out. Very entertaining as always. Uh, tomorrow morning, the, uh, the the DFS preview comes out. And then on Friday, the wagering show. The weeks go so fast during football season. Mm-hmm. It's it's amazing how fast. Like you just look up uh, and it's Friday already. But we're going to have you prepared. Already some really interesting values, especially on FanDuel. In terms of uh, where you can go with some things, so it was kind of surprising. And some of the wide receiving pricing on DK is just silly, and we're going to take advantage of that. So, who are the names? How to do it? Come hang out with us. Go subscribe to the pre-snap anywhere you get your podcasts. That's iHeart, iTunes, Stitcher, Google. Doesn't matter. We're there. The pre-snap podcast by Line Star. And in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at Casey Bubba at Joe Pisa seventeen. That'll do it for us. There's nothing left to do now except step out of the on deck circle and into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizapia and Casey Bubba.